Welcome to the first episode of Industrial Design Journey. This is a podcast where Lane and I are going to be discussing our journey to our capstone, along with bringing on guests with their expertise in certain fields of industrial design. Lane, how's it going? It's going great. So in this podcast, we are planning on taking you along our journey into the great abyss, which is a senior capstone. And for those of you who don't know, a capstone is often in a creative field or major. That's when students for their senior year are given one large project that will kind of be the cherry on top of what they're doing over their uh, four years, or in our case, two years in the industrial design school. Lane, what do you want to get out of this podcast and your senior capstone? Well, I think it's a really cool concept because you know, we have this end product in mind. We want to have uh, a product or a system that is innovative and that can improve people's lives. But when we look back over the work that we've done, uh, it can be hard to remember what the process looks Mm -hmm. like. It can be hard to remember just exactly how much we've learned. And so that's something that I'm really looking forward to is being able to look back and just kind of review the progress that I've made uh, as as a designer um, and hopefully that'll be useful to other people as well to, to be able to look into the design process and uh, see what innovation really looks like, like the nitty-gritty. Because it's, mm-hmm. it's such a nebulous term. Um, so it, it's really a cool opportunity to be able to break that down into digest, digestible parts. Absolutely. And I feel like a key thing that I said to you over and over is that for our capstones, we don't know, neither you or I know what exact field we're going to be going into, but I know that we both want to be very thorough about our solution. And a key thing I'm focusing on is that you have to solve for a good problem. You have to know what you're trying to address. And by doing this, by documenting it, hopefully um, we can kind of get the word out about industrial design and the process and the ICC get to know some other people better in the industry and then make it so that our solution at the end of the day is thought through to the nth degree. I want to make sure that there isn't a stone um, left unturned. I want to be, I want it to be something that, like you said, we can go back and see our progress, where we came from, and hopefully have other people benefit from our missteps, you know, like, cause we're not going to do this perfect. We're going to have ideas and go down rabbit holes, then come out and saying, well, that was a big waste of time. (laughs) So that's just what is going to happen. And it's a nebulous. That was a great word. It's a flowing, it's a flowing process. It's not, Hey, I already know what I want to solve. I'm going to do this, 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 and this, and I'll be done. It's as we go, there will be changes. There will be, you know, forks in the road, but hopefully when we get to the end, we have something that we're proud of. And I also view this as a great way to market in a, in a sense. I want people to be able to follow along as we go. Um, we're going to be posting links to these podcasts, at least I am, on LinkedIn. And I want to bring people along with the, in the journey, hopefully get some connections that will help either the school, our careers, or maybe just reach that one kid that thinks he wants to be a mechanical engineer that actually he wants to be doing industrial yeah. design, which I think, were you in the same boat lane? Were you thinking that before? No, but I do know, I know 
multiple people who kind of found that path. Um, and the ICC has a great program. Um, it's in the top five schools in the United States for industrial design. Um, but, of course, as great of a program as it is, you can't learn everything there. No. And there's so much more to, you know, all of the different sectors of industrial design. Um, and you, you can ask any expert uh, or any designer, and they'll, they'll talk to you about how much there is to learn um, and how mm -hmm. much they're learning constantly. Um, I think design, uh, and I, I heard this from uh, a footwear designer recently, but design is more about uh, your ears than it is about your eyes or your hands. Mm. So it's all about learning. It's all about listening to, uh, listening to consumers, listening to ordinary people and the problems that they have. And from your empathy and from your uh, digestion of the information that they're giving you, mm. be able to innovate and think outside the box and dedicate time to the problems that other people have just grown accustomed to, the ones that they live with every day. Yeah. Um, so that's something that I'm looking for, definitely, uh, in this process, is to be able to talk to people in the industry and pick their brain about what industrial design has done for them, like as a person, how it's changed the way that they've thought, and the, the insight that they've learned, uh, whether that's about their... Uh, industry and specific uh, specifically, or whether or not that's uh, you know just general overall um, paradigms that they've gathered through all of their research and their expertise. Mm -hmm. That's something very cool about industrial design, um, which I think makes it much different than a lot of other majors or paths you can choose. Is that first of all, it's really fun. <laughs> like I might be crazy, but I think it it's is a blast. A blast. Um, it's one of those things that you don't, when you get home from school, you might be exhausted, but you realize that there's more work to be done. Industrial design never really stops. A good industrial designer is just, it, it does take some skill and talent, but it is the person that puts in that extra time of learning you have to be well-rounded if you want to be a good industrial designer, at least as I've known it. Um, and I think that Trey, our professor, he always talks about how um, grades don't matter. And at first I was like, yeah, right. And <laughs> it was really hard to convince my parents that grades don't matter. But, <laughs> but you know, sure. you, you look at the class and you can graduate from here, you know, with not having one B, you know, throughout your two years here at the ICC. You, you, that'll be an easy thing to do, but you won't get a job if you didn't take time out of your own day outside of it to dedicate yourself to the craft. But it's so much fun. Darn it. It is it's just a blast. And I don't think I'd want to be doing anything else. Um, I'm going to introduce myself. I just realized I haven't even said my name yet. Uh, I'm Evan Furnish. I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana. Now I'm at the ICC in Ohio. And I've known I wanted to do industrial design, luckily, since my sophomore year of high school. Uh, my brother, he went to Purdue University, and a friend he had there came over to uh, our house uh, over a break. He lived nearby. And I just had sketches out just from me doodling. I thought I wanted to be a mechanical engineer because, you know, that's sophomore year is when you start. You're, you're not choosing your major, but then you're just kind of like, oh, what do I want to do after this? There's just a little bit of that thought going through. Yeah. It's all very in the air. Um, kind of fun you know you're, you're the sky's the limit 
and he brought up industrial design. And from that point on, um, I started looking more and more into it. Um, it, it's not, industrial design is not like mechanical engineering in the sense that it's, there's not people always looking to hire, uh, industrial designers in the same way they are mechanical engineers. It's a very competitive field, but it's a fun field. And, um, through that, I got connected to a footwear designer named Ryan Dowd, who, uh, has designed footwear for multiple different companies. And he was able to show me the ropes of industrial design before I even got into college, which was a huge blessing for me because then I could start just having an idea about what this looks like. Because you're on campus for the first two years at Cedarville, not really doing any industrial design stuff. You'll be doing fine arts stuff like you'll learn Adobe, um, the Adobe Creative Cloud. You'll learn a little bit about woodworking, um, how to draw a little bit, but not in an industrial design way. Um, and through all those things, I was thinking the whole time, like, I can't imagine what would be going through my head if I didn't know what industrial design was, even though I chose that as my major. Because <laughs> a lot of kids, a lot of kids, like, were in industrial design that when they showed up, they didn't really know anything about what the process looks like. And that's no discredit towards them, because how would they know? And that's another thing for this podcast. I view this podcast as a way of letting undergraduate students or even high school students, before they you know take the step to industrial design, kind of have an idea about what it looks like. And so that being said, yeah, that's, that's who I am. And I'm looking forward to this process of getting to hear smart people talk. Because, Landon, you and I... <laughs> You know, we haven't graduated yet. We don't really know anything. We have our opinions. We have our thoughts. Yeah. But we have about I want... one year under our belts of <laughs> real industrial design school. And yeah, and that's school, not even real, you know, real world experience. That's just school itself. So I feel like both of us are going into this knowing that we don't really have a ton of wisdom to offer. It's going to be the people we have on have on that are going to be sharing stuff that really can um, help and hopefully help us in our careers and help other people listening in their careers as well. Yeah, well, I think, like, just like design, the key here is going to be to ask the right questions. That's Uh, that's something that we've learned from our instructor, Gabe Pyle. Um, How do you ask the right question? Like, how do you probe for the right information? And knowing that is really what it means to know how to design. Um, Mm -hmm. There's information out there, especially just by the nature of the world that we live in now, uh, the information is out there, but it's how are you going to wade through all that information and come out with something that's useful for people? Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's something that we have to keep in mind is are we asking the right questions of the people Absolutely. that we bring on? And, you know, I kind of view it like you're staring at a blank canvas right now. You know, both of our capstones, I think you and I... Uh, are not necessarily unique in this way, but we both are just curious in what we can solve with our capstone. We're not coming at this as, oh, I really want to do something with cars or I really want to do something with furniture and all those things. the options are wide open. Exactly. And I think by asking people the right questions, narrowing down the problems, uh, problems we want to solve, um, it'll really benefit the final product and something that people definitely see during this journey um, will be us having to make tough decisions about what problem you want to solve because you know you can always there's always going to be forks in the road you're never going to be able to solve everything at once 
there's going to be times you're going to have to be like, well, I guess I can't solve everything. I need to just focus on this. And that's one of the harder things to do, um, especially when you can look at a product and it gets muddy because it's trying to do everything at once. So it's going to be really fun to go along with you through this and talk to people about their capstones even. Um, How do they approach it? What do they regret doing? That would be a huge learning point for us, um, learning from people that have walked before us. Yeah, definitely. Um, And I think as well, it'll be very interesting because, you know, I'd love to do one of everything. I'd love to do consumer products or consumer electronics and I'd love to be able to do automotive design and I'd love to be able to do footwear design um, or anything else that grabs my attention Um, but making a decision it narrows down obviously what your end product is going to look like but that it doesn't necessarily narrow down the skills that you can learn as far as design goes uh, as far as the design process goes Um, and it doesn't narrow down your experience um, just like going through the whole process. No. It's very rarely that we have uh, like this this span of time where we can have unbroken process. And Absolutely. that's, I mean, that's what design is about. Like good design just is the byproduct of the process. Um, so it'll be, I'm excited for it. I'm terrified yeah. by it. Um but you know that there's there's nothing more exciting than not knowing what's going to come out of it. If there was one thing you wanted to get out of the capstone, I know it's just it's hard to choose one thing. If there's one thing that at the end of the time uh, that you spent on the project that you can say that you got out of it, what would you say that is? Hmm. I think ultimately what I want to get out of it is a complete product. I want it to, and and that doesn't mean perfect at all, Um, but I want to make sure that I take every opportunity that I can to think the thing through, to make sure that I haven't missed or left huge holes um, in the design, whether that's, um, you know, manufacturability um, or whether that's, usability or if that's you know whether or not this is going to appeal to the consumer at all Mm. um i think placing like real world constraints and thinking through what the product needs to be um and if i can if i can hit all of those things and if i can check those boxes then i think i'll be proud of what i make wow yeah that's really well said i i would have to agree because like you mentioned earlier this is the only time in school that we go from beginning to end, you know, with kind of unbridled, you know, time. This entire time, it's kind of just up to us. And not only will this probably be the only time in school, it might be the only time in life. So I view this as an incredible opportunity that, you know, I don't want to go to waste. You don't want to go to waste that we both see the value of. And that for me, the one thing I want to get out of this is pretty much exactly what you said is just something thought through something thorough. I don't want to have any loopholes because I feel like the enemy of every industrial design project is time. If you had all the time in the world, then, then, you know, you feel like you could do a lot more, but 
here I feel like we're getting rid of the excuse of time and we're taking advantage of it. And so I just want to be able to say that this has been thought through. I don't have any regrets at the end of the project, which is kind of weird to say that <laughs> my what I want out of a project is to not regret the project. But I feel like an industrial designer and a lot of people, honestly, in a lot of different fields um, can relate to. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's nearly inevitable to not have some regrets. Yeah. To not have some things that you wish you could go back and change. Um, but I think that's a sign that, like, that's proof that you've learned at the yeah. very least. If nothing else, if you look back on it and you say, ah, oh, man, I would do so many things differently, then mm-hmm. those are all the things that you've learned yeah. um, in the process. Those are all things, like, that's all ammunition that you can use in your career. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. There's no such thing as wasted experience, at least in industrial design or wasted knowledge even because you and I, we, you and I, we both listen to like a, a bunch of different podcasts and things like that. Different. We get knowledge from a lot of different places. You know, we read, I love movies, things like that. But the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, okay, how does this, how can I apply this? And then you'll just bring it up. Like we were working on a project with a, with a fast food company and one of my solutions was inspired by a truck bed of a truck that I just watched a 15 minute YouTube video on to other people that's just watching YouTube, but in industrial design, watching YouTube can inspire you. You can just be pulling things in from other projects and putting it in. Um, you can waste your time, but that's what I love. I feel like that is what can help a designer is if they're always kind of looking for a, a thread that's kind of tying things together. There's, a thread that ties together good design. There's a thread that ties together pretty much everything beautiful. You can see a similar Mm. thread that goes through it. Um, But identifying what that thread is and trying to apply it to our own project is a very unique challenge and that can easily be failed um, attempting. Well, I mean, that's the point of this series. The point of this series is to to pick up those threads and to, to find... Uh, what makes good industrial design to find what uh, what skills are useful to uh, to designers um, and ultimately like what does it look like to be a part of a team because that's that's another thing that the capstone mm. doesn't fully uh, doesn't fully encapsulate is what does it mean to be a part of an industrial design team um, so I'm looking forward to learning stuff like that uh, along with you um, so. I mean, we're going to see how this develops. We're going to see where it goes. Um, And just like our capstones, you know, we don't really know where this is going to end up. Um, But I'm super stoked, excited uh, with some of the people that we're going to be able to talk to, uh, whether those are the people that we've already kind of, uh, you know, said that we're going to interview and the people that we have no idea uh, we're going Mm -hmm. to interview. So I'm really excited about it. Yeah, this is like the calm before the storm. We have no idea where we're going, what's going to happen. But all I know is that I'm excited. I'm excited for it, and I can't wait. Um, Lane, it was great talking to you. I'll be seeing you, you know, (laughs) Tuesday in class. (laughs) Yeah. Doing the footwear design. But uh, this is going to be a fun, fun experience, and I look forward to doing more with you and, you know, learning all that we don't know. So. Yeah. All right, so that's the end of the first episode. Thanks for listening. If you're still listening at this point, I appreciate it. 
and we'll be back soon with hopefully our first interview. So thanks for listening. We'll check you next time.